Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Homeowners associations just keep giving me material for my show. And uh, I talked to them just the other day. So I thought, well, it'll be a little while before something pops up newsworthy about the homeowners associations. And uh, now there's a new one. ABC7 Chicago reports about a story out of North Carolina, but it's been widely reported. North Carolina homeowner claims her house is foreclosed and sold by HOA without her knowing. So she's living in the house, and one day somebody comes by and goes, oh, it's not your house anymore. It got sold by the HOA. <laughs> Samantha Kummerer wrote this, and of course, those kinds of things can actually happen, uh, but mistakes have been made. When the caller on the other end of the phone asked her when she was moving out of her house, she thought it was a joke. She's owned her home in Pitt County, North Carolina for 12 years, and she's even paid it off. She owns that house outright. So she was shocked when a man told her that he'd bought it. I bought your house. I said, I don't know anything about that. And he said, yeah, I bought your home in an upset bid, and I need to know when you will be moving. That's what she said he was telling her. She quickly found out that he was not lying. At the county courthouse, she found papers that showed that her home, valued at $413,000, was sold for $221,000. So it went substantially below market value. But even more interesting is how did this happen without her knowing about it? The sale came after the property was foreclosed on, which she says she had no idea. That all stemmed from a debt of $1,491 to an HOA that this woman says she didn't know she was a part of. She said, I've been there for 12 years. I've never paid an HOA. I've never been invited to an HOA. The debt was an accumulation of a decade's worth of annual HOA dues. So she says she moved into the house, didn't know about the HOA, and they say, well, we've been sending you dues bills and you haven't paid them. So if you don't pay your dues, the HOA, well, those dues become a lien on the house and we can foreclose. So, you know, after so many years, we got to do that. She said she would have paid the debt if she had known. Court records show the HOA had filed liens against the property in the past for late dues. A lien is on the file for the property in 2013 and 2017, both for unpaid HOA dues. She says that she was unaware of these. This summer, she eventually got an eviction notice and she moved out of her forever home and is living with a friend. My life has become an open book, she said, but now she's working to reverse the last chapter. She's hired an attorney to fight for her home back. The woman said, I told my daughter, I said, mom's going to fight for this because this is wrong. Uh, The attorney said that the woman did receive letters from a law office, but she thought they were junk mail and the law requires more notification than that. So I would advise you to open stuff if it's mailed to you from an attorney. But I've seen stuff that was important that looked like junk mail. So I I can understand this. The HOA never served her with the lawsuit papers. It turns out there was an actual legal action here for which she should have been served. And there are requirements for proper service for a lawsuit to be good. Her attorney says they just didn't do that. And that is fatal, referring to their case. Their case is dead, but you got to go back and fix it. So the attorney explained the papers for the foreclosure hearing were sent out as certified mail, but instead of getting her signature, the mail carrier just wrote C-19 in place of the receipt, implying that because of COVID-19, he couldn't get a signature. This practice was used at the height of the pandemic to limit carrier's exposure to the virus. 
Uh, and she says that she never saw the documents from the mail carrier. And that's a bizarre one because the Postal Service can do anything they want. If the court rules say you must do this and get this signature, you can't say, well, the Postal Service said we couldn't. It's not how it works. Postal Service doesn't make court rules. The law says you've got to serve somebody. The attorney said you've got to. If you're suing somebody, you've got to make sure that they've gotten notice. The thought that someone could just casually move forward at someone's home over a $1,400 debt without turning over heaven and earth to make sure that they know about it just seems wrong. The attorneys now filed a lawsuit on behalf of the woman, and it says that someone from the Pitt County Sheriff's Office did try twice to deliver a notice of the hearing in person, but they were unsuccessful. And so I'm not sure how we know that, although they may have filed an affidavit with the court. We'll get to that in a second. HOA in question here, Irish Creek Section 2 Owners Association, declined to comment on the issue, citing the pending litigation. The attorney representing the person who bought the home said that while the woman never signed the official papers, the C-19 signature doesn't mean she didn't see them. The attorney also said his client bought the home in a competitive bidding process and has been unable to access the home. Well, here's the problem. It doesn't matter if it was a proper process for the auction. If there's no notice, there's no notice. And the court rule doesn't say that the person sees the papers. It says you must serve them. And service is defined in the statutes. And so simply showing it to somebody would not constitute service. Now, it's possible if someone's dodging service, a court might allow alternative service. And the court might look at things such as, does the person know someone's trying to serve them with something? And that might play into whether a judge allows alternate service. But I don't think there's any indication here that they got an order for alternate service. So the woman has a court date next month where she hopes to reverse the sale and the foreclosure due to the lack of notification regarding her service. Unfortunately, the attorney said that he continues to hear from clients with similar stories. He's seen cases where associations foreclosed on a fully owned home for $250 in unpaid fees. In other instances, the HOA was sending bills to the wrong address, which led to late fees and then foreclosure. The attorney says, we've had so many situations of people. These are their neighbors. They knew where they lived. Somebody could have knocked on the door. Somebody could have called, and they did not do that. And I understand that the court rules might not say you should call somebody and tell them you're trying to sue them. But before you file a lawsuit, you might want to ask, someone moved into this house, and they lived there for over 10 years, and they've never responded to anything we've sent them. Wouldn't you want to go over and knock on the door and say, hey, I'm just curious what's going on here? You know about the HOA, right? Because she says she didn't even know about it. So the attorney said the law surrounding notification is a big area where small legal changes could make a difference. Uh, I think the problem is there really is no such thing as an HOA foreclosure defense in North Carolina. The law is tilted heavily in favor of homeowners associations. He explained that HOAs have just as much power as banks and foreclosures which means they don't need to go in front of a judge to do the process completely. Uh, while many imagine HOA boards the group of pesky neighbors, they are often run by national management companies with no real connection to the properties, in which case they don't care if they tick somebody off. The law is set up to protect the associations, not the homeowners. The laws were written by lobbyists and attorneys for homeowners associations to make it easier for them to do what they need to do. And that's uh, a senior staff attorney for the North Carolina Justice Center talking about it, who said the consumer protections are not robust. And often when the issue of the HOA is not over a large amount of money, it can become increasingly challenging for homeowners to find a lawyer to represent them. 
she said, additionally, there is also a lack of resources and education for people facing housing issues such as these. Even though your home is so important to you and it's your biggest asset, unfortunately, if someone is trying to take that home away from you, it's not criminal, it's civil. So if you don't have the money to pay an attorney, then you're scrambling to try and get help. So now here's the funny thing. At the end, the uh, TV station had a list of advice for homeowners with HOAs. Advice for homeowners. Now, (laughs) I've talked about HOAs so often, and I've often given some advice. So let's see how the advice for homeowners from ABC7 in Chicago parallels the advice I give when I talk about this. One, stay current on your HOA payments and fines. I'm not sure if I've ever come out and said that specifically, but that is something that I would highly recommend. Uh, Two, uh, to become involved with the HOA board. Vote, participate, maybe even run for office. Now, I'm not sure if I've ever actually mentioned that specifically as something you should do, but I mentioned that I was on my condo board. And one reason I did that is I kind of wanted to see how things were working because once in a while they did something crazy. Uh, keep notes when interacting with an HOA. Well, that's true almost any time you're dealing with anybody where a situation could get out of hand. Uh, you should take good notes. Uh, before buying into a neighborhood... Decide if you want to be in one that has an HOA. So you should know what an HOA is and make that part of the decision before you make the purchase. And finally, read the bylaws of the HOA you're buying into before purchasing your home. And I've said that a million times, that most states require them to make those rules available to you before you close. And if they don't, it actually is to their detriment because you have people moving in who don't know what the rules are. And so a lot of times, buried in the documents at the closing, it'll say this house or whatever it is, is in a homeowner's association or a condo association. And there are bylaws that govern the people who live in this house and how they must behave. And those bylaws are part of this transaction. They get recorded with the deed oftentimes. And so if it's that important, it gets recorded with the deed, you should know about it and you should read it. So that's great advice. And I think I've said that before, that you need to know what you're getting yourself into. Ask yourself a couple times, do I really want to do this? But make sure you've actually read the rules. So here the woman says that she didn't even know she was in an HOA. And that's an interesting twist because in some states, it's required that they notify you. And I've mentioned before that Michigan actually has a residential real estate disclosure form. And so if you're buying or selling real estate that's residential in nature, there's a form that the seller fills out and gives to the buyer to disclose the things that people might want to know about. And one of them says, is there an HOA? Yes or no? And you check one of the boxes. So at least in Michigan, it'd be very difficult now to make the argument that you didn't know you were in an HOA. So if you go to buy a house in Michigan, somebody checks that box and you wait, there's an HOA? (laughs) If that's news to you, start doing more research before you close. So it's a crazy story because a woman lost her house and she said she didn't even know she was in an HOA. And so it appears that mistakes were made because the question is regarding service. Was she properly served with things? Now, I know some people are going to say, Steve, she ignored letters from a lawyer's office. Well, you know something? That's not what the court rules say is good service. And I can also tell you that I've had mail returned to me that was clearly from a lawyer's office, my office. And I've actually mailed something to somebody, certified, return receipt requested, with a signature verification that must match the person it's addressed to. And I mailed it to them with all those things on the envelope. 
And the person at the other end asked the mail carrier, can I see that? Ripped the envelope open, opened up all the papers inside the envelope, looked at it and said, oh, I don't like this. Folded them back up, stuck them back inside, put a piece of tape over it and said, refused, return to sender. And when my mail carrier brought it back to me and said, oh, this came back. I said, you guys let them open the mail and then they can decide if they want to keep it? He goes, "Um, they're not supposed to. But then again, that person may have been a friend with a mail carrier. I don't know. So weird stuff happens, but the court rules say you got to prove that you served them properly under the court rules and file that proof of service with the court. So we'll see what happens. But as of right now, a North Carolina homeowner says her home was foreclosed and sold by an HOA without her knowing that she was in the HOA or that the home was being sold. ABC7 ran it. Samantha Kummerer wrote it. Frank, Rich, Jim, Andrew, Andy, Jonathan, Edward, Garth, and Mike all sent it. Thanks a lot. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. I wish I knew at 30 half of what I thought I knew at 20.